just got traded to the Oklahoma City Sparks. Hurts backs up, looking, still looking. He is firing, and it is a touchdown, A.J. Brown. Hurts made it look easy. Jokic back to Murray. Murray from 15 feet. Got it, nothing but net. Nuggets lead it by 12, 122 to 112. 1-1. That's hit in the air pretty deep to right center. It sends back McCormick onto the warning track, leaps at the wall, and he makes the catch. Oh, what a catch by McCormick, crashing into the 13-foot high wall, and deep right center fail. Two outs. The catch, wow. of, the catch of his life for McCormick. The 3-2 to Castellanos. Round ball left side to his right, Pena. Shortstop has it, straightens up, throws the first in time, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros defeat the Philadelphia Phillies 3-2, to and they're up three games to two in the World Series. I'm a light. I'm a beacon of light. Good morning. Uh, good to see everybody. Hour three on the T-Row in the morning show. It's Friday, everybody. We did it. We did it. OEC Fiber Football Friday. Hang in there. One more day, and then we got a weekend, peeps. What are you doing, Teach? You going to the game tomorrow, or are you lake-bound this weekend? I'll be around here. I'll be around here. I believe I am. I believe I am. Uh- Around here, meaning, are you going to the game uh, or are you going to so. watch yes. it on your television if you can no, figure I, out how I'll to be use at the ESPN game. Plus? I'll be at the game. You got some lower bowl tickets? Mm, not sure about that, but I think so. Are they facing Dave Aranda? The part of Dave Aranda you want to be facing. You know what I'm oh, saying? You know wow. what I'm saying? Whoa. That's too far. <laughs> yeah. That's too far. Stop Coming up this it. hour. Stop it. What are you turning the show into? Stop John it. Morris joins us live next segment. Um and uh, TJ's gut. I can't wait to hear what your gut thinks about uh, this game, TJ. That's coming up at eight thirty-five. But before I get into three predictions, TJ, have you heard about the latest scandal rocking the sports world? Mm-hmm. Baggate is what it's called. Bag, as in a grocery bag. Yeah, Baggate. Hmm. I'm not sure if I've heard of this. Baggate is sending shockwaves through the professional cornhole world. Oh, yeah, I have heard of this. I have heard of this, yes. The 2022 American Cornhole League World Championships in South Carolina have been rocked by scandal as Devin Harbaugh has filed a formal complaint against cornhole players Mark Richards and Philip Lopez 
claiming that the number one ranked doubles team uses illegal beanbags. He says, TJ, they are too thin. They shrink their bags. That's what he's saying. That's what he says. That's what he says. He wanted his opponent's bags to be inspected, and uh, turns out none of the players competing <laughs> right. were using regulation bags. <laughs> They're all cheating with their little shriveled everybody up bags. Was, everybody was cheating. Um, an ACL spokesperson said, uh, alluded to the fact that some form of cheating may have taken place. Quote, it's possible, but I'm pretty confident that it wasn't intentional. Uh, Lopez says, I don't know how they became illegal sized. We did not boil the bags. Apparently this is something people do. I was unfamiliar with this TJ, but apparently, uh, there is a dirty underbelly to the cornhole world. Yeah. I I didn't know about this either till this story. These professional players do all kinds of different things to make their bags lighter and thinner. So that they, I guess, easier to fit into the cornhole hole, I guess. I'm very trying to walk through this as carefully as I can and not give TJ a, a promo out of this that would be inappropriate. <laughs> I'm listening. ACL regulations stipulate cornhole bags must be 6 by 6 inches when laying on a flat surface. The bag weight is expected to be 16 ounces. However, I guess, TJ, that there are uh, players at that level that take go to great lengths to try to get an edge because there's big money on the line. Well, you know, like these guys were playing for $15,000. I'm not telling you. Yeah, I, I think I heard the guys them. that got accused of cheating earn upwards of 250000 a year each, something like get that. Get out of here. Yeah, that, no, that, like, that's that? what it said, yeah. Uh, the story I'm looking at doesn't have, like, the list of different ways that they try to manipulate the uh, cornhole bags. Do you have that in front of you? Have you uh, I don't have it in front of me, but I know in one story yesterday, I guess uh, vinegar is something that they yeah, use. Yeah, that's right. Um, they soak, soak it in vinegar. vinegar. Yeah, that's the only one I remember. Seems like that would be an easy thing to— Wouldn't you smell like, the vinegar? You smell it? Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking when I read that in that story. Uh, the one guy said he puts his in the dryer. Uh, he puts a f- fabric softener in there and puts it in the dryer. Ooh, makes it nice and soft. That's what it does for your bag. I'd like to apologize, everybody out there, for my co-host what? today. The cornhole bag. We've been saying it the whole time. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Do you not use uh, dryer sheets? It's your problem. It's your problem. Um... We have. I don't know if we do now. I do not dry a load of laundry without a bounce, okay? Really? That's right. That's true. Are you the laundry guy at your house? Uh, The majority of the time, yes. Shocking. Um... (laughs) Hang on. I got another. I want want to get these. uh, Pulling this up from this website. I think this is going to help me out. Um... Lighter and thinner bags can be advantageous, uh, and players have been boiling their bags or washing them with vinegar to make them more pliable. You have the average players that try everything to make the bag do different things. Uh, he says he wa- this professional says he chooses to wash his bag with a little fabric softener and let it air dry. So I was wrong. It's not in the dryer. And clip. Uh, um, 
His opponent, Lopez, said he doesn't know how his bags shrunk, denying that he boiled them. So this is an ongoing scandal, TJ, and we'll keep our eyes on it. Keep your eye on it. I've got to look into this because our bags are really big for our cornhole set, and I probably need to look into shrinking them down, but I didn't think about putting them in the dryer with a dryer sheet. Uh, Soak soak them in some vinegar. I don't want to soak them in vinegar. Then your hands stink like Easter eggs, and I don't know. know. Okay, yeah, you got like a fancy uh, cornhole set? Is it all like carved up with your initials on it and everything? No initials. Uh, it is crimson and cream colored. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, nothing. It doesn't have the logo or anything. Does it have like the Gallardia crest on it or anything? That, that's like underneath that? on the underside in gold. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Okay, here we go. If you're ready now, TJ, it's time three for three predictions. predictions with Toby Rowland. I will make a prediction. I will thank you for doing that. I like that. This I, I will repeat the prediction, and then at that point, TJ, if you would like to comment on the prediction, you can. I'm on a roll. I've been hot with these, so here we go. Prediction number one for OU Baylor: the team with the most rushing yards will win this game. TJ, thanks to soak their bag in vinegar, though. The team with the most rushing yards will win the game. Huh. Okay. Go ahead. Prediction number two. It's a bounce back week for Marvin. He will have over 100 yards receiving on Saturday. Which could go against your first prediction if they have a big day through the air. Marvin Mims will have over 100 yards receiving on Saturday. Prediction number three of three predictions. A Sooner will get his first Touchdown of the season on Saturday. A sooner, sooner, you say, will get his first touchdown of the season. Huh. Well, that's exciting to think about. Prediction number four of three predictions. This is a scary one. The game will be briefly stopped in the second quarter. When refs believe Dave Aranda has fallen asleep with his eyes well, open now on you've the gone, sideline. Now you've gone too far. You don't go after Dave Aranda, mister. The game will be briefly stopped in the second quarter. It's a very a jerk specific store called. They're all out of Toby Rowland. Is Dave okay? Is it, is it, is it, is it, is he hasn't moved in a while. Is he okay with it? Prediction number four. Uh, excuse me. Prediction number five, TJ. Three predictions. Braden Willis, career high. Career high. Braden Willis, career high. Dot, dot, dot. Pow, pow, pow. Yeah, that's the end of the prediction. Huh. That could be receptions, yards, touchdowns, blocks. Hmm. And a rare... Prediction number six of three predictions, TJ. I said what? I said what? Andrew Rame will break the ice tub record after dealing with <laughs> Siaki Ika all day. <laughs> That's not a prediction. That's just truth. Everybody get out of the way. <laughs> That's just truth. I need the ice tub. Oh, man, that guy is a monster. I mean... Worth getting into the stadium early just to see Siaki Ika warm up, TJ. All 6'4", 360 of him. Man. 
my God. Poor Andrew Rain. Do you think goodness. he slept a week this week? Or slept a minute this week? Um, if he has, he's been woken up with uh, scary images and scary dreams, yeah. That's one of those where you go out to the field for the first time, you know, you do the huddle, you turn around, you walk to the line of scrimmage, and you look at that guy and go, Ugh. here we go. Jeez, this is a long day. <laughs> Here we go. My hamstring's tightening up on me, coach. <laughs> Mama told me there'd be days like this. So there you go, Teach. Three predictions for OU Baylor. I'll recap. The team with the most rushing yards will win the game. Marvin Mims over 100 yards receiving. A Sooner will get his first touchdown of the season. The game will be briefly stopped in the second quarter to check on Dave Aranda's wealth, health, I mean. Uh, Braden Willis, career high, and Andrew Rame's going to spend a lot of time in the ice tub. What do you think? I'm curious to see how some of these play out because I don't know that prediction number one has to be true. Hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We, when we come back, we go live to Waco as J-Mo joins us on the T-Row in the Morning Show. It's a Friday. It's an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Stay with us. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Sooners and Bears coming up 2 o'clock tomorrow on Owen Field, and the voice of the Baylor Radio Network, John Morris, joins us live now. J-Mo, good morning. How are you, my friend? Toby, TJ, I am doing great and uh, appreciate the opportunity to be on with you guys. Looking forward to coming your way tomorrow. Um, John, what encapsulate this season for me for Baylor. What's it been like so far this year? Not 2021, only because, and I say that uh, because last year was such a great year for this team, and I think this year, these guys that were here and back had to realize, you know, Terrell Bernard is gone and Jalen Petrie has gone and J.T. Woods and Abram Smith. Those guys are gone, and they had to establish their own identity with this team. And I think it has really taken a while to do that, but I think they are just, you know, really now hitting their stride with what they can be. Um, you know, there's some good players on this team. We lost some good players, but there's still plenty of really good players on this team, and they just had to, you know, grab hold of, of their identity with this team, and I, I think we're really starting to see that now. Was last Saturday's performance the best of the year, in your opinion? I think so, for, for a full 60 minutes, and even that wasn't 60 minutes. There was a little bit of a lull, you know, a couple of touchdowns by Tech in the third quarter. But start to finish, it was Baylor's most complete game of the year, and definitely most complimentary game, meaning the offense did their part, the defense did their part, special teams also. So uh, total team effort, yes, it was Baylor's best effort. Is there something that has started to click that maybe wasn't before that last Saturday you said, okay, this is coming together now for him? Yeah, good question. And really, even really the last couple of weeks, you know, a win over Kansas at home on homecoming two weeks ago and then uh, the win over Tech in Lubbock this past week. It's, it's the running game, you know, and that offensive line where we've got everybody back except one guy from last year, but they are really starting to assert themselves. And, and Richard Reese has stepped in. He's a true freshman, as you know, from Belleville, Texas, 
and he has really asserted himself as the number one running back, and a real compliment to him is Quaylen Jones, and we should get Squirrel Williams back this week for the Oklahoma game. But just the running game, you know, has been really good and, and kind of what it needs to be for Baylor to be successful in this wide zone offense. Tell me more about Richard Reese, little guy, five foot nine, true freshman. Uh, what is it that he's done that's given him such a good freshman year? Pretty amazing. He's not big at all, but he runs between the tackles really well. And and you know this in this wide zone offense, you know, you sort of read what's available. And a lot of times you'll bump it outside, and he's got the speed to do that. But a lot of times, you know, it calls for you to plant a foot and cut up field, and he has gotten really good at that. I I think that has – well, I know that has really improved over the course of the season, and he's not shy about sticking his nose in there. And he's been – you know, the last two weeks especially, he's been a real workhorse. Uh, 31 carries, 186 yards against Kansas – then 36 carries and 148 yards against Tech. And for a guy that size, you know, I, I kind of worry for his well-being. You know, we're running the ball that much. But he's handled it really well. And, and you know this probably better than I do, but sometimes really good running backs get stronger as the game goes on. And even though he's not a big guy, that's kind of the way, you know, that's kind of his M.O. So he's been really, really good. Talking to John Morris, voice of the Baylor Bears, Sooners and Bears coming up 2 o'clock tomorrow on Owen Field. Blake Shapin had such a great finish to the season, pressed into duty last year, and leading Baylor to the Big 12 championship. Uh, a little bit like Dylan Gabriel this year, and that he took a ding to the head at one point, had to miss a little bit of time. But how would you say Blake's played? You know, uh, I, I think really good, and, and it's different when you're the starter. You know, it's di- different than when you just have to step in, and he did that really well last year. You know, remember uh, against Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship game, completed his first 17 passes of the game, and then got, uh, you know, got his shoulder hurt, and Baylor just had to hang on to win that game. But uh, that was in spot duty, really, as Gary Bohannon's backup last year. But he won the job in the spring. And he grabbed hold of it, and he's he's really, uh, you know, he's really taken hold of everything that goes with being the starting quarterback. Meaning, you know, working, doing extra work with the receivers over the summer, and really having a presence in the locker room and a presence in the huddle. And uh, so he has done really well, and I think he does. I think he does really well at uh, following instructions, if you know what I mean, with the yeah. coaches. Because they, they don't want him to run a lot. He's, he's good at running, and, but they don't want him to run a lot. And he slides, you know, like they've told him to slide to avoid big hits. Still got hit um, and was out, uh, out of game with a concussion protocol. But he's got a really good arm. He can go deep, and he really gives Baylor a, uh, an added uh, uh, threat uh, with his arm, really more than Gary Bohannon did a year ago. Still a good defense, really good defense. I know they're missing Jalen Petrie and some of those guys you mentioned off of last year's team, but uh, what do they do well? What's the strength of this Baylor defense? Well, it, it should be, and I think it's getting to this point, it should be the defensive front. You know, everybody is back. Let's add Jackson Player, who's from Waco, a transfer to Baylor from Tulsa, and, and all those guys are back. And Big Apuika in the middle kind of occupies a couple of blockers every game. Um, so it should be that 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 should be the strength. 
and and it's kind of getting to that point. It had they have not been as dominating as I really thought they could be, but they're starting to assert themselves here later in the year. And then very good uh, complimentary players. You know, Dylan Doyle is really good at middle linebacker. Uh, Garmin Randolph is a big guy at, at an end, a rush end. And the secondary had some new faces in it. And I think those guys are really coming around. Um, the game against Tech last week is a great example. We had six sacks and had five interceptions. And believe me, those go hand in hand, you know. The pressure up front helped the interceptions, and the interceptions helped with, you know, the pressure up front, too. So they, they really are coming around, and, and gosh, we're going to need that uh, tomorrow against OU. you have a concern about this game? Uh, Dylan Gabriel, Eric Gray. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, several. like from Baylor's perspective, what, what, sure. what lingering concern do you have? Um, you know, for Baylor, they, they really are on an upward trajectory, and this is a good time of year to do that. So to see if they can continue that uh, would be huge, and to do it in that environment against a really good team like Oklahoma, you know, that would be huge. Um, Coach uh, Aranda's talked a lot this week. He's really impressed with Gray in the running game and Dylan Gabriel and the, you know, the threat that he is running and passing. So he's talked about that a lot. And he talked, Toby, tell me if you agree with this, he talked about Oklahoma's defense really just kind of kind of settling down and doing some things, maybe fewer things and things that they do really, really well. That's kind of the way he's described how uh, OU has improved over the course of the year. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, we're fascinated with Dave Aranda. Well, my co-host is fascinated with Dave Aranda <laughs> around here. Uh, is is uh, it strikes me just listening to him in press conferences and stuff that maybe it's a difficult coach's show. Is it is it hard to get <laughs> answers out of him or no? No, it's not. It, it's kind of the opposite uh, in that he opens up to you. It's challenging for me to to ask a good question because he's going to give a very thoughtful answer, you know. And I I uh, he never gives you coach speak, so I try not to ask you know, coach speak like questions. So I love it. I mean, he's great. I, I usually have to uh, listen to an interview and go back and listen to it again to make sure that I understood everything he said and the point he's trying to get across. So, no, for coaches shows, he is great. And a lot of times I'll ask a question and it, his answer will go a direction. I had no idea he was going that way, but it's really fun. I mean, he is he is a fascinating guy. And he's the most interesting coach I have ever worked with. And uh, TJ, I think I promised you an autographed picture last year. Yeah, reminded of yes. that. I never did it, right? Well, if we could get <laughs> let me, an eight let me by try 10, to follow up, TJ. Yeah, please sort of do, please do. That'd be good. Perhaps yeah, a pilot launch after that. the game. You know, we'll when you say, "Hey, calm yeah. down, teach." When you say uh, "interesting," like what? Do you have an example of that? Is there something about him that maybe we don't know about? No, I mean, you probably know all this, but he's just very philosophical in the way he, he uh, approaches everything. You know, he's a philosophy major at Cal Lutheran, and he just happens to be a football coach. So everything that he, uh, you know, his upbringing, the way he thinks, uh, is, is a little contrarian to a football coach, you know, a normal football coach, but it, it works really well for him. And I'll tell you this, he is a very good man a good person because when he says person over player uh he means it with these guys and you see it you know on daily basis 
uh, of how he treats them, how he respects these guys, you know, as people first and then football players. You know, the quarterback situation is a great example. Uh, he said he would name the starter coming out of spring, and everybody said, no, don't do that. Whoever doesn't get the starting job will transfer. But he said, no, it's, it's fair to these guys that they know who the starter's going to be. And sure enough, he did. And sure enough, uh, Gary Bohannon transferred to USF. But that's just one example of, of, you know, person over player, which he preaches and lives out every day. TJ, I'm not going to ask that. TJ's wanting me to ask you what, what hotel you guys are staying don't in Don't put something on me. Don't put that on me. I don't tell you to ask that. Like, I don't know already. You don't have to answer that, John. Uh, how's I'm, basketball I'm, looking? Uh, I think good. We got a lot of guards. Uh, I mean, it's going to be like a, a line change, you know, in hockey. When, when we sub in, it may be three guards in and three guards out. So, uh, deep, uh, hopefully a deep roster. You know, we thought we had that last year, but uh, you, you got a little thin. So, I think it's a really deep roster, and it's going to be fun. And, gosh, this league is going to be unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, holy cow. You got uh, Bridges, right, from West Virginia? Yeah, yeah, Jalen Bridges, he's come in, he's fit in, and they're not going to ask him to do too much, but he'll fit right in as a role player, so yeah. so that's good. We've got to transfer uh, Lomer, Lomer from uh, BYU, which is good, and uh, and then all those guards back. And I've told you about, you're using Keontae George, right? He's a freshman guard. Yeah, oh, we were talking about really... him on the show yesterday. He's like number two freshman yeah. in the country or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he can really light it up. So he'll fit right in with those returning guards like Flagler and Cryer. Um, wow. Fire so we got a good depth there. Yeah. J-Mo, safe travels coming up. I will see you up in the press box tomorrow. Uh, get get around to a couple extra security guys today, all right, just in case. <laughs> well, TJ, will you be there? Will you be at the game? I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, all right. All right. Me? I, I don't know if miss. I can get you to Aranda on a game day, but uh, <laughs> but I owe you. I owe you Don't. a Dave Randolph. <laughs> Excellent. Traffic. Excellent. Thank you, J-Mo. Uh, you got it, th- Thanks, John. See thanks, you. guys. Appreciate you. <sighs> You're such a creeper. <laughs> You're the one making me sound like a creeper. I just enjoy uh, watching the guy you. coach. I enjoy his personality. What's wrong with that? Find out what hotel he's in. That's disgusting. By Get the way, John here. Morris, my favorite of all Big 12 uh, play-by-play guys. All of them? All of them. We'll take I break. consider you SEC. <laughs> okay, that's fair. TJ's <laughs> gut coming up next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. We've had a lot of people text the show asking uh, when Leeds plays this weekend. Uh, Saturday, not, 10 a.m. a single text. It's a lie. Bournemouth. They get Bournemouth this week, Saturday at 10 a.m., so I'll be distracted while doing the pregame show at Balfour tomorrow. We should let people Bournemouth know our is schedule. right. <laughs> What's our KREF pre, uh, game day schedule tomorrow, TJ? 8-1 to one pregame, uh, all from Balfour of Norman on campus corner. Parker Thune will start things off at 8 a.m. live Ooh. from the front window like a little puppy in uh, Balfour of Norman. Then, is he uh, a special guest stopping by? Did I see him tweet something about a special guest, or is that maybe not? Oh, uh, I haven't seen that tweet, so I'm not sure. Sometimes he does. You know, he has some of those recruits stop by, so that's not going to surprise me if uh, he has someone stopping by. All right. So 8 to 10, Parker. 8 to 10, Parker. 10, ten to 11, us guys. That's right. You, Teddy, and, and Plank, if he's not doing some national uh, famous uh, radio I broadcasting think at show. at that time, he might be good to join us. Okay. Okay. Maybe. 
I think he's like six to eight with the ESPNU stuff. Uh, then eleven to twelve other guys. Uh, eleven to one other guys. Eleven to one. Tyler, and that would Travis, and uh, Mike Steely live in the Brown O'Haver Studios. He will not be at Balfour. Tyler and Travis at Balfour. Yes. Okay, and then post game, help us out here. What's going on after? That? Uh, yo, Pablo with yo. Tyler and uh, Travis. Uh, I still have a recommendation for a taco. Uh, remember, they're supposed to name a taco after me. Yes. Over there, yes. And uh, nobody has reached out for me for my taco, my combination. Taco Tyler, if you're listening, check on Toby's taco. Yeah, I would like a taco on the board, please. All right, it is time for TJ's guts for OU Baylor. Um, last week, TJ picking against the Oklahoma Sooners up in Ames, Iowa. Let's see what TJ's gut has for us today. TJ, the floor is yours. Uh, the gut. Uh, TJ's gut brought to you by. Oh, yes, we should mention that, huh? Let me pull up my reader here. I had that already. Uh, no, we don't want that. Champion Home Loans. I'm a beacon of light. Uh, great rates, low fees, winning experience. You can call Champion Home Loans today at 405-716-4565. Visit them at winwithchampion.com. Come home a champion today with Champion Home Loans. M-N-N-M-L-S-2099671. I don't know if I'm supposed to read that part. All right, all right, all right. So how are you feeling, man? I am feeling okay about tomorrow's game. I think it's going to be a uh, slobber oh, knocker of no. an affair. I think that it will be a battle. But I think OU wins and would win what feels to be comfortable late. I think this is a close game all the way through, maybe a one-score game. And then at the end, OU gets a late turnover or uh, to seal it and or score to put it out of reach for Baylor, make it a two-score uh, game. So I am going Oklahoma tomorrow victoriously winning 31 to no let me change that 38 to 24 Oh boy 38-24 you heard it 38-24 and that, that like I said it's closer than that but TJ's that 3124 somewhere around there lingering in that area maybe 27 24 lingering and then they score late to put it away so that's where that late score is coming from so it seems I think I heard Ted say something similar to this yesterday so I think Ted's feeling kind of the same way I am I just think they they a home crowd brings them over yeah. uh, over the top and uh, gets them uh, the victory late Home crowd. Hopefully, it's a it's a feisty one tomorrow. That's correct. That's correct. I, I'll tell you this. I think you're a little high with the the point total again this week. I, I think it's going to be a game played in the twenties again. But I've got concerns over this game. Um, I think if OU wins Saturday, they win out because this game is going to show me whether or not Oklahoma can stand up and match the physicality of Baylor. They're going to have to to win it. Oh, well, absolutely. They're, they and They've got a monster at the back of the book. 
There's a monster at the front, the front of the, of the book. <laughs> He's right there on the front page. Six four, three hundred sixty pound monster at the front of the defense. And, you know, the last time we saw these two teams on a field together, Baylor just absolutely pushed them around. Did whatever they wanted to him. Uh, Caleb Williams was terrible. And Baylor kind of punished him in every way. So that's my most recent memory of seeing these two teams together. Now, that may or may not have any impact on this game. It probably shouldn't, but maybe it gives Baylor some confidence coming in. I don't know. They're a different team. They're not as good defensively. Still good, not as good. Uh, but I think it's safe to say that Oklahoma's got some flaws too. So I maintain this game's going to the final snap. I think this game will be decided by a last-second field goal or somebody trying to keep somebody out of the end zone on the final play. And uh, it's going to be a tough one, man. This is going to be a tough one for Oklahoma to win. But if they do, I think they went out. So we shall see. We shall see. I think it's the toughest of the remaining games, especially if Sanders isn't there for OSU, yeah. which is what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah? That's what I'm hearing. You got sources? Sources are telling me he's done. So we'll see. What's the sources tell you about the upper deck tomorrow? Is it going to be open? It's a game time decision. They'll see how ticket sales are going, yeah. Boy, I hope it's open tomorrow. That'd be great. (laughs) All right, so Steely says, uh, Steely's uncle says 61 to 2, and you've got it at 38 24, both predicting an Oklahoma victory. I think I feel better at 34 24. Oh, wait, hang on. Yeah, we got a late yeah. change. Yeah, late change. 34-24 now. Uh, TJ's gut is officially predicting this show, uh, this game. Okay. Right, well, well, we'll start to see around 2 o'clock. 2.02 is kickoff tomorrow, by the way. 2.02 p.m. Central Time. Break time. Chris Plank joins us, and we'll wrap up a week on the T-Row in the morning show next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com.